0: up survivors welcome to d180 the horror podcast taking you on a ride it's february happy black history month nay hey
1: we need longer than a month
0: we do but because <laughs> it is i'm gonna get to that i'm gonna get to that real real quick but because it is february that means it's a new theme in the park So if you're new here or if you just forgot, the theme of this month is Love is in a Scare. For the next few weeks, we'll be talking movies with a thick little love plot. And if anyone is yelling at us or wondering why the theme isn't in line with Black History Month, the answer is very simple. We're saving that for June. What? Juneteenth. We're saving that. So you did figure out the theme for June. Oh, I didn't tell you that? I
1: thought I told you that. No.
0: Yeah, so what John A. means is, you know, we normally plan our things ahead just so we can start thinking about stuff. And I think we might have said that we might have thought about, I don't know, something summer related, but I was just Yeah, I think it
1: was like camp or something.
0: Yeah, it was like a played around thought because we was like, we don't want to be too cliche, but I mean, you know. And then I just had the right idea. I mean, it's Juneteenth. Why not get us a second month up in here? But speaking of second month, you can go visit our new IG page, D180 Podcast, where we'll be highlighting Black actors and actresses in horror, as well as women in horror, as it's also Women in Horror Month. And without further ado, I'm going to hand this over to Ms. Janay, who picked out our movie for the week.
1: Now, you want to tell them what the movie is? This week, we are reviewing 2001 Valentine. This is a slasher film. Mm-hmm. I don't really know if it's a slasher film. It wasn't
0: a lot of gore for me, but... We'll talk about it. <laughs> I, I have something. We'll talk about it right before. I'll wait. Go ahead.
1: Valentine um, was directed by Jamie Blanks, produced by Dylan Sellers. It was written by Gretchen J. Berg, Aaron Harberts, Donna Powers and Wayne Powers so it's based on a book actually called Valentine by Tom Savage
0: yeah I saw that and then I heard that it's like very loosely based too and I was like huh it sounds about right it happens
1: yeah that's definitely what happens let's get into the cast of this film this is Mm -hmm. kind of like a little star set of cast a little bit
0: before we get into the cast, this is exactly kind of what I wanted to talk about. I didn't think I was going to do it right here. But this movie came in the post-Scream slasher era. And for and my pe- ---hmm, For my people at home that don't know what that is, you know, horror maestro, Wes Craven, God rest his soul. I love him. When he popped out in 96 with Scream, he changed the horror game. This was a movie that was a murder mystery and the twist, just in case you have not, for some reason, haven't seen that movie. There's a twist, but I won't spoil it for you. I mean, Scream
1: comes on TNT, TBS. It comes everywhere, so
0: I don't know how you don't know. I feel like it's just like pop culture at this point, but, you know, I would be very nice today. So this became a formula pretty much. And other studios, other writers, directors, they were seeing that and they was like, hey, we trying to get in on this cash too. So this is the formula for my people who can't see, for my seasoned people out here, for people that just grew up millennials like John A. and I, you know, the formula it's a group of teens, little to no adults, slashers after them for whatever reason, maybe one or two make it an end and cue to a possible sequel that's literally it all of the characters are probably one dimensional people you got like the nerd the jock the hot one the brainy girl the brainy boy like all that the jock all those different types of stereotypes you probably don't even know their name halfway through the movie but to be honest with you I almost don't feel that way about this movie almost tip of the iceberg don't feel that way about this movie (laughs) Okay, to wrap this up, some movies that you guys might have seen out there that fall into the post scream slasher area would include H2O that came out in ninety eight. Now, mind you, all of these came out after ninety-six. And no, we're not saying scream was the blueprint, no, because there were definitely other team slashers before that, but this was just the one that had a toe code on the game. Anyway, once that came after would be H2O that came out in 98, The Rage, Carrie 2 in 99, I Know What You Did Last Summer in 97 and Still Know What You Did Last Summer in 98, Urban Legend and Final Cut that's made by our director that we're talking about today. The Faculty in 98, Bride of Chucky in 98 that we'll be visiting later, Cherry Falls in 2000, Idle Hands in 99, Disturbing Behavior in 98, and I've been waiting for you in 98. And that's just a handful that I just mm-hmm. thought off top. It's so much more than that. But standing off of my um, soapbox, I'm going to let John a get back to telling y'all about this cast because it is a star-studded cast. My point was this was the era when all of that was going on. You just get a lot of A-list, good-looking people, not even A-list, just get a whole bunch of good-looking 20-somethings to act like teens. And boom, there you go. John a, the cast.
1: All right, so I'm not going to talk about the children who played the adults. So we have Denise Richards as Paige Prescott. Mm -hmm. You have David Bournaz. I love him so much. As Adam Carr. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go into the... Well, can I spoil it? Well, whatever. Spoiler alert. No, no, no. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it yet. Wait, wait. This is spoiler free. This part is spoiler free.
0: (laughs) You got to wait till the trailer play.
1: Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> All right, we have Marley Shelton as Kate Davies. Mm-hmm. Jessica Capshaw as Dorothy Wheeler. Mm-hmm. Jessica Coffiel as Lily Voigt. Katherine Heigl as Shelley Fisher. Then you have, is her name Heidi or Heidi? Yeah. Hedy I think Burris, it's Heidi,
0: but I've heard both ways. But it looks like if I was a teacher, I would say Heidi.
1: Heidi Burris as Ruthie Walker. Volvio can't even pronounce the last name good god it's okay <laughs> so yeah as the detective leon Vaughn, you have daniel cosgrove as campbell morris johnny whitworth as max he has Lane. a last name
0: i called him convoy campbell through this whole movie <laughs> i didn't even know he had a last name wow oh ah makes sense okay go ahead
1: um we have claude Dummel. Mm -hmm. as Gary Taylor, Mm -hmm. Adam Harrington as Jason Marquette, Mm -hmm. and you have Woody Jeffries as Brian Sterling. Well, these are the high school kids, so we're going to talk about that. Yeah,
0: and once again, it's that formula. You got these A-list people. You have David, who was in Buffy. You have- And Angel
1: and Mm -hmm. Bones.
0: (laughs) You got Marley Shelton, who- I recognize her from Scream 4, but I'm pretty sure she has other credits to her name that I'm just not looking at right now. Of course, Denise Richards, who, who doesn't know who that is? You have Jessica Upshaw, and you have Jessica Koffel, who was in White Chicks. I kept staring at this girl like, I know who this girl is, and I cannot for the life of me figure it out. And of course, Catherine Heigl, and you know, I'll, I'll comment on her a little bit later. Just know she's the the last bill credited on the DVD box. So you can kind of see where this is going. Continue.
1: Yeah, so Marley, (laughs) she was in The Sandlot. She was Mm -hmm. in Sin City, Grindhouse, Pleasantville, Never Been Kissed, Sugar and Spice. And of course, you said Scream 4. Mm -hmm. And then Jessica Coffio, she was in Legally Blonde, Mm -hmm. White Chicks, and Urban Legends Final Cut. Have I seen Final Cut? No,
0: I've seen I've seen Urban Legends, and I've seen Urban Legends Bloody Mary. That was the first one I've seen. But I don't know if I've seen Final Cut.
1: Huh. I think I've explained this before. Like, we pick our theme for the month, and then we come up with movies. So, Valentine, I actually saw this on a list of love horror movies. So, I picked it. And now I'm doing it. But that's how I found it. <laughs> Kind of like the same way I found the Bye Bye 2020 movie. Just by Googling. Because I don't think I, yeah, honestly, I had never seen this movie.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen this one either. And it's surprising to me because I feel like us being born in the early 90s, we would have seen this one. Because I feel like this era was the era for us to really get into horror. Like intro, I feel like this is a good intro to horror movie.
1: Well, now that I remember this mask, I know why I didn't watch the movie. Why? That mask is hideous. Oh. <laughs> I, did, I did not like it. A little face.
0: Ho- you didn't like
1: it? No. <laughs>
0: For me, and you'll probably agree, like I said, I've never seen this movie, but I've heard of it. I wrote it off as one of those movies. I probably, whatever. it was. I was never pressed to see it, basically. But I knew the mask. For some reason, just seeing like um, different poster art and things like that. It makes me think of Happy Death Day, the baby face mask.
1: And I didn't watch Happy Death Day either.
0: You didn't? I thought you saw that. Oh, my God, I want you to see it. You would love it. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I like that one and the sequel. A lot of people, um, people teeter-totter about the sequel. I, I liked it. I didn't have a problem with it. It's more, I think people's hang up is more about the direction it went. To to me, I was cool with it. it. Didn't bother me too much. We'll we'll get there.
1: <laughs> so, Ashley. Yes,
0: ma'am. <laughs> you sound like you got something up your sleeve. You trying to go to the queue line or something? What you trying to do, sis? Let's go
1: Over to the right, queue line.
0: <laughs> Howdy, survivors! Please keep your tips and limbs inside the vehicle and remain seated at all times. Hang on to your personal belongings, especially your minds, and spines. Because this here's a doozy.
1: Okay. So, I have a game this week. Oh, it's a game? Yes. Okay. So, it actually has a lot of questions. I'm not going to do all of them. I'm going to pick uh, 10, maybe? 10.
0: Since it is... Well is it 14? Can we do 14 for Valentine's? Is that a lot? Little- sure. Is that extra, okay. You know me, I love. it. It's actually season.
1: it's twenty one. Oh, but yeah, I didn't no. want it. Yeah, I didn't want to do the this whole thing. fifty
0: 20. cent. We ain't about to ask twenty questions. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no, no.
1: So, <laughs> but because you know it's Valentine's month, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we're gonna go. Even though like if we're talking about horror movies, let's go with a game regarding romantic movies. M- movies. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna lose.
0: Oh no, shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> let's go with the game for romantic movies. You don't know any romantic movies? We gonna see because I. <laughs> these are all. Most of these are like your classic ones that come on TNT. Tibios. Oh, this is gonna
0: be fun. Okay, I'm nervous. Okay, come on, let's go.
1: <laughs> Some of these are old though. Oh so. uh, snap! Okay. Okay, so I'm gonna. This one should be easy. I'm gonna start with this one.
0: Okay. I got my so, arms around my neck. <laughs>
1: Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give a descri- uh, give a synonymous description of the movie. Mm-hmm. And then you have to tell me the movie title. Okay. So the first one is Chronicled Love. That's
0: the description?
1: Mhm. The movie is about Chronicled Love. Chronicled
0: Love. What? Mhm. I need a bone. That's so dry. I
1: know it like is. Like it's dry. chronicles? No. Chronicles. It's just one.
0: Wait. What, what you did it come out. Oh my god. We've got to be here all night. Chronicle this.
1: It came out in 2004.
0: 2004. Yeah. Is it Is it like a heavily quoted movie? Yes. Uh, is Rachel McAdams in it? Yes. Oh, it's The Notebook. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I'm I'm really like trying to like think hard here like i have my phone behind me and everything so i'm really trying to, I'm trying to play i'm competitive if you guys don't know so let's go
1: <laughs> all right so oh, this is this description is so weird reservation of final rhythmic movement
0: reservation of final rhythmic movement
1: yes.
0: what the hell <laughs> what year did this come out 2001
1: 2001 yes
0: maybe oh one
1: literally it's the synonym of every word
0: the synonym of every like every
1: word yeah so reservation of final rhythmic movement
0: oh my god <laughs>
1: reservation of
0: final rhythmic movement. i don't know i don't know what is it i'm probably about to feel silly what is it
1: save the last dance
0: you know what <laughs> I wish you would have said a dance scene that we thought was hot when we was younger and it's trash now, because I would have got that off of rip.
1: <laughs> but it's so funny, like, reservations save a final rhythmic movement. <laughs> right. Yeah, okay. I get it I get, I get it I That's,
0: that's actually clever. Okay.
1: That's clever. Okay, let's go with this one. The description is a jeweled daybreak repast.
0: A jeweled daybreak. Repast. What year did it come out? Oh, it's an old movie. Oh, geez. Like, old, old, old. It's a jeweled what? Daybreak. I have no idea. So,
1: think of Funeral Repast. Funeral
0: Repast.
1: Yeah, like, so Repast, Funeral Repast. Oh, no, repast. I get
0: it, but I'm like, that don't make me think of nothing <laughs> no romantic comedies.
1: Yeah. I'll tell and you Who's it's in it? Like, list. can I have some
0: actors? Can we get some other hands? Because these is vague.
1: I know they're so big, but no, it's breakfast at Tiffany's. Pardon me. Breakfast at Tiffany's.
0: Oh yeah, no, I wasn't. I've never seen that in my life. Really? Nope. You're gonna, you're gonna be very. sick. Like, when I say like I've been a horror baby since baby, is very few other movies that I've seen. Like
1: oh my god,
0: very few. I straight just watch horror movies.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Okay, this in one's cartoons,
0: easy. In cartoons.
1: <laughs> This one's easy, uh huh. Colossal sinking floater. Oh, Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> finally, I got two. Finally, <laughs> uh huh. I've seen that <laughs> multiple times. Well, yeah, well, everybody's seen that one. Here's the one: quadruple nuptials and last rites. What year it come out? You're on. What are nuptials?
0: Weddings. Uh huh vows
1: no i said uh-huh yeah four weddings four weddings what is that um four weddings and last rites.
0: i have never heard that that's,
1: no, that's a not movie not the no oh. the last <laughs> the last part is and last right so,
0: that's a funeral
1: um <laughs> yeah wait i was What's right that? four weddings and a funeral oh <laughs> I was close <laughs> I think I've heard of that I've never seen it I think I've heard of it though I haven't seen that one either um, Let's see Breezy Departure
0: Gone with the Wind Yeah <laughs> I've never <laughs> seen that movie but it's like I just feel like we should know that
1: <laughs> Yeah I'll just make this one up Insomnia in Coffee Town,
0: insomnia
1: in Coffee
0: Town. So
1: coffee in town. Seattle. Yeah, there you go. <laughs>
0: hey, I'm getting, i the
1: All right. Uh. Oh, Moroccan locale of romance.
0: Is it a pop singer in this movie? Uh. Um, no. Okay. Well, wait. Let me
1: see. Is that a pop singer
0: in this movie? No, nah, it can't be. Because if it's the movie I'm thinking about, you would have said yeah.
1: Oh no, this is old. It
0: was old a year,
1: like old, old.
0: And what was the description here?
1: Moroccan locale of romance. It's literally one word. And it's a city.
0: It's a city. It ain't Chicago.
1: No, in Morocco, Moroccan locale of romance.
0: Yeah, that's what I said. It ain't that. No, I was thinking of things. I know that's one uh, word. And it's a city.
1: I mean, it starts with the C.
0: It starts with a C.
1: Yeah. Oh shoot,
0: Damn, I'm be so mad. Nope. Okay. Nope. It ain't that. Um. Uh, no, I don't know. I'm drawing a blank here.
1: Casablanca. You know what? I almost
0: said that, but I thought I was like kidding because I had no idea. What <laughs> it was. Okay, I should have said it. I should listen to myself. Been, like four right so far out of the six, seven she's asked me. For anyone, no, that,
1: that was that was eight.
0: That was eight, so I only half.
1: Beautiful prostitute, pretty woman. Yes, yay! I'm trying to find another word for this because who knows what that word means. I'm curious now. Try me. The
0: nuptial cantatrice. Cantatrice. Yes. Cantatrice. It's not the wedding singer.
1: Yeah, that's it. A what? <laughs> Hey, yo, I'm cold. I'm cold. Cantatrice is a woman who is a singer, especially an opera singer. I'm cold. That's crazy. (laughs) That's (laughs) something. Come on, AJ. Royal impending helpmate.
0: Royal impending
1: helpmates? Yeah.
0: Helpmates.
1: Oh, bridesmaids? No, but it, it does have to do with that kind of. The royal
0: court. Um, the royal wedding. Um, I'm making stuff up. Uh does it have the words bridesmaid in it? No? Okay. Um <laughs> <laughs> say
1: the clue again. Uh Royal Impending Helpmate. These are weird.
0: I feel like this is a movie I would know too. What year it come out?
1: Um, let's see. This movie came out in 1987.
0: Oh, no, no, no. I don't know what it is.
1: And you can watch it on Disney Plus. On Disney Plus? Mm-hmm. The
0: Princess Bride? Yes. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> that was the hint we needed. <laughs> I said, wait a minute. I know that world.
1: I know that place. This one is, you can find it. Washed on the beach. Washed up on the beach. A driftwood? No. Like if you're on a stranded island and...
0: The castaway is not a romance. No.
1: no. (laughs) I'm like, wait. Him and Wilson. (laughs) If you're on a stranded island and you put something and something and throw it in the water because you hope someone will find it.
0: Because you know someone will find it? What year this come out? Because I feel like people are probably yelling at me right now because I don't know what it is. Nineteen ninety
1: nine.
0: Oh wow. <laughs> um.
1: Damn. Yeah. The hint one more time. It's based off of a book. Based off of a book. It has Kevin Costner in it.
0: Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm getting yelled at. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think of all the things that wash on the shore, like seashells, and that's not, nothing, that's not kicking
1: anything, like. Well, it wouldn't be something that's naturally on the beach. What
0: a mermaid?
1: No. (laughs) Like, if you're stranded, and you just, you somehow put this in this object, and you throw it out to sea, and hopefully somebody finds it so they can get you. A little SOS bottle? Close.
0: That's all I could think of. is a SOS bottle. Message in a bottle. Message in a bottle. Uh. Oh. Yeah, I guess I could have changed the word around. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was twelve. Oh, we got two more. Yes, 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 yes. Period. Okay, romantic versus range. No, romantic versus rational. It's probably a very
0: popular movie. Yep,
1: ninety five, it's a period piece.
0: Oh, superior piece mm-hmm. i definitely
1: it ain't romeo and juliet no i think along the lines of what that show that just came out on oh, that that everybody's suffering with bridgerton yeah that one um, but actually it is closely related to pride and prejudice because it's based off the, a book by the same author <laughs> oh my gosh you never read any jane austen
0: yeah but i don't like uh-uh. mm. no my god yeah i'm gonna have to disappoint you guys at home what is it i'm about to Sense and
1: Sensibility*.
0: oh no never heard of it
1: really <laughs> oh, wow. yeah.
0: i'm telling you like if it's a romantic comedy i'm scrolling right past it
1: yeah it has kate winslet in it Nope. All right, so last one. Commemorative stroll. A walk to remember. Yep. (laughs) (laughs)
0: And that is the end of the game. Hey y'all! I'm literally telling you guys I'm surprised I get (laughs) anything tonight because hell y'all can see I was struggling, but Miss Janae, I think they are ready for us to get on this ride. Is you ready? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's roll. He loves me. Spend this Valentine's Day. He loves me not. With someone you love. He loves me. Someone you trust. He loves me not. And someone you know. He loves me. Won't try to kill you. <gasps> remember the kid everybody ignored on Valentine's Day loser well he remembers you god
1: we were so horrible to that kid what do you think happened to him trailer with Bustura.
0: Okay. <clears throat> for for our people at home, before I let John A continue, there are two trailers. Obviously, you guys know we record this before we um edit the show, because you know that's how things work. I don't know which one I'm gonna use, but if it's the official one, um, yeah, that one, ooh, child, the newer. The newer trailer, if I play it on audio, and I don't know why I'm telling you all this, you're going to just hear a lot of screaming. So if that's what you guys get, I'm sorry. But the first one that we watched, the sound quality wasn't too good. So if you get that mm-hmm. one again, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, John, yeah. Um
1: the, the first official trailer, ooh, ooh, first of all, first of all, If I it threw me off because it was like, I we watched the trailers after we watched the movie, right? So I watched the movie and went back to watch the trailer. And when it it first started, I'm like, Who the heck is this girl laying in the grass,
0: right? But first, well, not even but first given if we haven't seen the movie if we've seen the movie already then that's different but if we haven't seen the movie we try not to just in case you know some trailers get crazy with the spoilers but yeah not only who is the girl in the grass but did you recognize like the woman's voice that's like the same person from bad girls club (laughs) and i only know that because i'm like reviewing the whole series on my youtube channel so like that voice is like ingrained in my head at this point
1: (laughs) you know it's funny because yeah. it reminds me of like when I go to like different churches in this area just to visit mm-hmm. it seems like they have the same person record the announcements yeah every it's always, and I'm like it's do y'all got the same weird.
0: guy yeah it's so weird but the the official trailer which is the one we're talking about now with the homegirl voice and bad girls club
1: that one is like
0: it's very it's like
1: did you peep at the end when it said, um, with the title screen or when the movie and stuff came out, it said AOL keyword at the bottom? I saw that and I was like, hell?" Because I remembered that. <laughs> Like,
0: <laughs> it's so crazy yeah. how look stuff now. And I'm like, dang, we really grew up at a time where we remember a lot of things. Like,
1: Shoot, we, my Nana still got an
0: AOL email address. Right. Even then, I mean, we're still old enough to remember that the phone had to—the phone line had to be cut if you were going to get on the internet. We're old enough that we've used VHS and cassettes. Probably have seen beepers. Like we've seen. Oh some my good. gosh!
1: We've seen Too so way. much. <laughs> the block cell phone. Yes. Because my mama had a block cell phone.
0: That like, if you really wanted to get mad at somebody, you could take the battery out the back.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Or like okay. they had flip phones and it was the big blocky Nokia or before the Nokia, it was even big. It was like cell phones used to look like house phones. If you guys don't they know.
1: Do. They did. They like really
0: like It was just like literally. Then they had car I,
1: phones. My mama had a car phone.
0: Oh my God. I wanted a car phone so freaking bad. I thought that was just fancy. We had a TV in the car. <laughs> oh my God. This is how bad the trailer is, guys. We're not even talking about the trailer. Um yeah, it's two trailers. The newer one, the modern trailer. It it's a bit better. John A hadn't seen that one. I watched that one. It's a bit better. Um I feel like it raised the stakes more. It lets you know that we're definitely watching the slasher. But I mean, other than that, you know, that's really it.
1: Oh, and then in prom- when promoting this film. Warner Brothers' official website, they had digital e-card valentines that visitors could send via email. Now, I don't know if these digital e-cards were, like, scary and creepy like the ones in the movie, but... (laughs)
0: That's cool. I like that. See, that's when, like, um, marketing like that, you know, I'm going to say this a lot. Like, I worked at a radio station, and we would get a lot of promo packages from different movies because my boss, like, had some type of connect. And it's interesting to see what people come up with. Because, I mean, even this movie itself, the concept is Valentine's-y. I mean, you got to do something with it. I feel like it's not too beaten over the head, but, you know, just enough. The
1: movie opens with a shot of a middle school yearbook and in this yearbook you in middle school yes i have one for seventh grade i have one in eighth grade and just like in the movie how that person at the time because we didn't know it was a boy but how the person had written like i love you i hate you whatever 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 over people's pictures Mm -hmm. girl i did the same thing on my yearbook Mm -hmm. my eighth grade yearbook i was calling people sluts i was (gasps) crossing out their faces saying i hate them (laughs) All types of shit. So I was looking at That's when I was packing so up my room.
0: drama queen.
1: <laughs> Girl, when I was packing up my room to um, <laughs> move out and I was looking through my yearbooks of my little brothers, I was like, oh, girl, you was, ooh. Yeah, oh, eighth grade yearbook? Mm-mm.
0: See, I went to a performing arts school that was sixth grade through 12. So I was in the yearbook. But it wasn't like they wasn't they weren't distributing to middle schoolers for whatever reason. I don't think I really cared, though. I mean, I have my high school one, but
1: yeah, so I have my two middle school ones. And then I have I think I have two high school ones. And then I have one college one.
0: Hmm. I didn't know they had college ones. That's a cool concept. That's cute.
1: Yeah, they do have college ones. But I know at my school, um, they didn't force you to take pictures. So if you didn't have your picture in the yearbook, that was on you. Yeah, and they're way bigger. And then there's so many pictures. I, I think yeah, the only reason why I had that. got yeah, the only reason why I had got that year, particular year was because I was in the yearbook for being on the float. Right. So I wanted that, but my picture, individual picture, wasn't in there. I don't, I don't think I have any individual pictures like in the yearbook for college. <laughs> okay, so as the as the Green is transitioning, you get shots of every girl's picture with their name in the yearbook. And then after their picture appears, you have a young Jeremy Melton asking the corresponding girl to the dance. So you get Shelly's picture first. He asks Shelly to the dance with him. And she's like, ew, no. You have Lily's picture. He asks Lily to dance with him. She says the same thing. You have Paige's picture. Then Paige, he asks Paige to dance with him. Paige rejection too. Then you have Kate's picture and he asked Kate to dance with him. Kate rejected him too, but she was really nice about it. And she was Mm -hmm. like, oh, maybe later. I want to stop you
0: right there because um, what they, what they tried to do here. And I, uh, I really caught it on the second way around each girl. He acts almost hints to her death later. So Shelly, when he asks her, she's like in your dreams and I don't know why I had to say it at this point. I forgot to say it before we buckled up for the ride. All of this is oh, spoiling man. territory at this point. So baby, if you ain't watched the movie, all of this is on you. But Shelly says, in your dreams. And I, this this was a weird correlation. I don't know how this one matched, but I guess apparently, you know, when she got her throat slit, it probably looked like she was sleeping. I I have, go with that one. Lily says, eel. So when she gets the box of chocolates, you know, it's full of maggots, like, you know, yuck. Then Paige says, I'd rather be boiled alive. We know what happens to her. If you don't, you'll find out later. And as you said, with Kate, and then we get to the final resort that he asked. Dorothy.
1: So he asked Dorothy. Dorothy accepted. She was sitting on the bleachers by herself. He grabs her hand. They go beneath the bleachers to make out. Then you see a... I was saying, sis. Like, we can't see <laughs> A group of bullies finds them, and they start, of course, bullying them. Dorothy lies and says that Jeremy assaulted her. So they all start calling him a pervert. Did you know what the boys said when they pulled up on them?
0: Pervert jump buffalo? No, baby. Re- no, go to the very top. Let me tell you. I got you. <laughs> so <laughs> they go... um, Hey, check it out, thick and thin, getting it on. I said. Yeah, I heard that one. <laughs> and then he was like, um, is it pervert again? Did Pervert attack you? And then they started, no, they was like calling her Buffalo. He was like, You like yep. him, Buffalo? Getting hot? Pervert Buffalo. Oh my God.
1: It, it, it made me
0: think when I watched it the second time around. I was like, dang, like, I do remember boys talking to girls like this, like when I was in middle school. Like they used to be. And I don't know, some girls used to, like, think that she was cute. Like, oh, he liked me. No,
1: girl, what? But after calling him a perv, they dump punch on him. Then his nose starts to bleed, and they drag him from underneath the the bleachers, rip off his clothes, and start to beat the crap out of him on the dance floor, while the whole gym watches and laughs. And then you get a shot of that creepy baby mask.
0: Yeah. First of all, I
1: hate liars, too.
0: Girl, we'll talk about that way later because
1: because she willingly went underneath them bleachers okay
0: with I got a whole little concept and you gonna feel me but we'll we'll get to it later but I do want to say I do like that um even though at first when I watched it I was like, okay, why did they you show us this one mask? But the second time when I watched it, I was like, oh, you see masks throughout the whole party, through the whole scene. But it's like, you don't pay attention to them, I guess, until you probably watch a few more times. It's like a whole bunch of them that other kids have. Like,
1: so then we cut to the title card of the movie. And now I understand what you said. You said, who do you watch that says title card? James A.
0: Janice with Dead Meat.
1: <laughs> yes, I actually watched one of his videos today, and I was like, oh, that's who she was talking about. <laughs>
0: yeah, that title card be killing me. And first of all, while we're speaking of title cards, don't be using our font that we be using movie. <laughs> they were definitely here first, so never mind. <laughs> so many movies use the font that we use, but you know what? We wear it well. It don't matter.
1: Oh, my gosh. So we jump 13 years into the future. Shelly is eating dinner with Jason, who talks in third person and oh, has me. spinach in his teeth and it's funny because she's sitting there writing help me and the sauce on her plate but basically the date didn't work out and so she leaves and goes to the morgue well at the date you know she talks about how she's in medical school so she mm-hmm. leaves to go to the morgue to study for her medical exam she hears a noise as she's about to cut into the stomach of chad Mm -hmm. i'm i don't even know if chad's his real name or she just decided to name her cadaver chad Mm -hmm. well she's about to cut into him in classic horror movie well she hears a noise in classic horror movie fashion she goes and expects said noise this is where you get in the first jump scare so she goes into the locker room and one of her classmates bumped into her in that dark locker room.
0: Yeah, he so, was like, you almost scared me. I'm like, scared you? Why <laughs> you scared us?
1: <laughs> <laughs> when the classmate leaves, she sees a note attached to the open locker. And it's a weird horror Valentine's card. And it says, my love grows for you as you bleed from your neck. Yeah, but first of all, um, I kind of want a creepy horror card. I do too. It. I'm not gonna stunt you. I'm no I'm not gonna ever gonna stunt you. I know a few people. I, I will send you
0: the pages. I know a few people. All right, cool. I if you guys want to know too, I'll put them in the show notes.
1: Please because start. let's do that. Yeah. We'll shout Cause out. I want one.
0: Yeah, no, cause I want
1: the, a creepy horror car and I wanna freak out my boyfriend.
0: I want one with Ghostface on it. I definitely want one with Freddie on it. Like what?
1: Well, I want mm. one with
0: Candy Man. I want it to say be my victim because not a problem. <laughs> and i'm dead serious
1: <laughs> oh my gosh okay okay <laughs> when she goes back to um the the room the morgue room so, when she goes back to the room she was originally in okay uh, whatever. she goes to yeah, wherever she, that is she goes to cut open the chad's stomach so she thinks and the person on the table breathes in she First of all, out. she didn't notice
0: that the feet was covered because when she left the room, Chad's feet was out. So, like, ma'am, I would have noticed that.
1: I t- you know, movie logic, don't be paying attention. I know, I know. I'm not going to be paying <laughs> attention. So, when she freaks out and screams, she backs up to, like, go into the closet, but then she sees that the guy that she's supposed to be cutting open, Chad, was in the closet behind her. She opens up the closet. Chad falls out. She turns back around. And whoever was on the table was mm-hmm. not there anymore. That so she man. grabbed... <laughs> so and you she know, grabbed-
0: belief, but still, like, that fast? Like, I want to at least hear footsteps shuffling somewhere.
1: Right. She grabs a scaffold and goes to escape the room. As she's walking towards the door, the killer reaches out from behind the curtain to choke her via headlock. She stabs him in the leg and then runs off the room and down the hall to the elevator.
0: Mm-hmm. Which annoys I think she's me. She's a smart girl for now, but
1: go ahead. No, because why are you pushing a freaking elevator button? Elevators are slow as fuck to come. So while I you're waiting, it's never elevator, gonna be
0: there. There's always that one odd chance that is right there.
1: God. So we then see the killer walk out of the room that Shelly just ran out of, wearing a trench coat and a creepy cherub mask, mm-hmm. which I hate. Don't mm-hmm. like it at all. Shelly gives up on the elevator once she sees Buddy come out that room and she runs down the hall to a room filled with body bags. She attempts to hide in a body bag, but in true horror fashion, once the killer gets in the room, he stabs every single bag she's not in any of them. But of course, she's in the last bag that he stabs. Well, he didn't stab the bag. He opened it up in this little group. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's not funny.
0: And ladies and gentlemen, this will conclude our Catherine Heigl moment. Thank you, Catherine. You were great. (laughs) That's what I was saying about. If your name is at the end, it says "and" blah blah blah, and you're in the slasher, probably not going to be here too long. Just shout out to Drew Barrymore. (laughs) Like that part. The part was cool. I think I would have wanted a little bit more stakes now i will say my first time watching it i was a little shocked because i'm like you just stabbing people that's somebody's grandma like i mean i mean yeah she did but i mean we obviously ain't had the funeral yet so like or i don't know what these bodies before i don't know
1: make it stitching back up yeah you're right <laughs> <laughs> but this is after he slits her throat this is where you get this first shot of the nose bleeding through the mask mm-hmm. which got on my nerves the whole entire movie
0: Yo, girl, we'll talk about it. We will talk I
1: hated about it. it. Same. Okay. So then we see Paige and Kate having a night on the town because they're going speed dating. Mm. The speed dating scene was so weird.
0: <laughs> Ooh, since you want to talk, I got a little game for you,
1: ma'am. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, we've
0: never done this before. It's a mere review game. So um, this is called, and, you know, I watch my language, it's called Mary Screw Kill. There are six boys that Kate goes on speed dates with, right? You know? There is the mother-obsessed Mayflower boy, number one.
1: He might try to kill me. Hey, I
0: low-key did get racist vibes from him, but you know what? (laughs) Number two was the guy who didn't fulfill her sexual needs, him. You
1: know, he kind of looked a little weird to me.
0: You know what? I was just like, the one brother we get. And this is the he one. A little a little weird. Number three is the 49ers fan. Number four is the Bible boo. Number five is the silent lad that couldn't get one word out. And number six. He might is, try to kill me too. Number six is Brian, who we find out is a dick later. But, you know, for right now. We don't know so marry screw or kill between the six
1: there's too many options
0: <laughs> yeah everybody else just get eliminated
1: oh yeah can I just kill them all
0: that's fine too because I probably would too I think the only one that I probably would um yeah I didn't see myself marrying any of them either yeah
1: I can not I was just curious any of them either either
0: uh yeah no you know what? I almost thought you would go for the Bible boo. Almost,
1: Mm-mm. just to
0: turn them out one time.
1: No, That's when they <laughs> they turn into stage ten clingers. I mean, wouldn't be the first time for you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I just gave her flashbacks. I'm so sorry. All right, so anyway. Yeah. Uh, would you ever speed date? Yeah. I mean, if I wasn't in a relationship, yeah, it, it seems fun. I mean, it, you don't. Is Tinder considered speed dating? Technically, <laughs> basically, all of these dating apps are speed dating. You look at the person physically, see oh. their bio, and boom, go to the next person.
1: Oh man! All right. So after they leave speed dating, Kate gets a phone call that Shelly died. Mm-hmm. So we cut to Shelly's funeral. This is where we're introduced to Adam, Kate's ex-boyfriend. My love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gosh I fell in love with him on Angel it was reaffirmed on Bones anyways so he came to the funeral to support her and her grief we find out that Adam has a drinking problem which is the reason why they aren't together he swears that he's been clean for a few weeks after he after she sees a freaking tequila bottle in his front seat right. but he proceeds to ask her out before he leaves I think she says like maybe Yeah, I don't know but after he leaves, this is when all of the girls link up. They, while they're talking, Detective Vaughn comes to Wait, question them. Before him. you
0: introduce Detective Vaughn, I just want to ask sis, like, what's what's wrong with ending up in the hotel for three days after a date? Like, what, I, what was the problem? I mean, we know now what's the problem, but uh, I would
1: have been like, oh, yeah, let's come and let's go. Hello. <laughs> Lake Tahoe for three days. That sounds hey. fun to me. It's with me. Let's go. <laughs> Why are we still here? Oh, okay. So after, while they're talking, Detective Vaughn comes to question them, and the girls admit to not have, to not have seen Shelly in some time after she moved from San Francisco to Los Angeles. But, you know, the other thing that's funny, too, Paige mm-hmm. is a whole mood. Like, she got hot, took off her jacket, and they're gonna talk about some. <laughs> Paige this is a funeral She's but wife. see that's what I like
0: about this movie Like this one in particular it's calling itself out because if you notice Paige does that in every single scene and obviously it's because it's Denise Richards but every right. scene she takes off her jacket like every scene it doesn't matter everybody else has like a little jacket on whatever nope her, hers coming off but I mean I kind of feel like I do that
1: like I just like to be free <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh after the funeral, Dorothy heads home and when she checks her mail, she finds a horror valentine which affectionately reads Roses are red, violets are blue. They'll need dental records to identify you.
0: That's good. J M I like it. I mean, yeah, I like it too, but I'm just saying, like, that's a threat. Dental records, do you know what like Yeah, yeah. That's so many
1: possibilities. Okay, Campbell shows up at her door asking her if he could crash there since his roommate didn't pay rent, so he lost the apartment and he's broke because he's trying to put everything into his startup and blah, 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 blah. This is also known as a Hello. So she lets her move in. Tells Millie the housekeeper, and Millie got a major attitude. Is like, um,
0: she like, first of all, I'm tired of cleaning up after y'all This, first of all, it's two teenagers in this house and a grown man. Let's talk about that.
1: You know what that reminded me of? What's that movie? Dang, and it's a classic movie too. Name when she, household. when she frames, when she frames her stepfather,
0: when she frames her stepfather.
1: Oh uh,
0: it'll come to you in the middle of review.
1: No, I'm Googling it. Uh oh. <laughs> you hear me over here typing? Yeah, I do. You
0: talk the away. You sound like that Kermit me. I'm
1: keeping this here.
0: Minnie's
1: <laughs> Minnie's first time. Gotcha. Have you seen Minnie's first time? Of course I haven't. Oh my gosh. Minnie's first time has Alec Baldwin and Nikki Reed. Skinny, so, no, uh, wait, you know, like skinny? Beetlejuice skinny. No, okay, <laughs> this was not Beetlejuice skinny, this was like, what, like, not skinny, skinny, but you know, grown man, thick now, but mm-hmm. not fat.
0: Oh, I feel you, I, I'm right with you.
1: This was in 06.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, 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 it was far away from skinny, Ali.
1: Yeah, yeah. It had Luke Wilson and Jeff Goldblum, Rick Fox. Mm. Yeah, you should watch Minnie's First Time. Oh yeah, no, it looks interesting. Okay, well, yeah, I'll do that. So the fact that you know her father in this, Dorothy's father is with a whole man who, I mean, not a whole man. Dorothy's father is with a girl who's basically her age. Girl, your mother
0: a car, so she's under twenty-five. Hello. <laughs> yeah, so. I also, the way that they set this up to tell you who she is so johnny didn't mention is what is really irrelevant we see two people run upstairs when dorothy comes in so then after Conboy, which is campbell but i'm calling him Conboy, when he leaves to go to his new room or whatever she comes back downstairs and she's like oh who's your friend they get into a little convo and she goes um Kim you're not my sister you're not my mom and obviously if you couldn't put two and two together they have Kim go well I'm just trying to be interested in your love life as your stepmom. I'm like first of all I don't know why that was so funny and I was tickled by it because it's like oh just in case you (laughs) thought it was a friend or a sister let's just spell it out for you one time. A girl. and the fight they get in she was like she called me a meal order bride from hell she was and then dorothy was like well i don't even know what the hell she called me
1: (laughs) oh man and so we cut to kate who's in her apartment washing her hair when her water cuts off she calls her landlord and she calls her landlord after like checking all the faucets and everything and when she can't find any other water in the apartment to rinse out the shampoo out of her hair she proceeds to stick her head in the toilet male to rinse Ma'am. out the rest Ma'am. of and the people shampoo do this i've learned that is freaking
0: disgusting and see now listen i'm not defending them i'm not at all cuz i would never do this but people are people argue that the toilet water is clean but it's still in a toilet no like, I'm like, it's still in a toilet. That's the fact.
1: Who says the toilet
0: water is clean? Because they say that water comes from the back that's in the bowl. So it's technically okay, but, water, but still it's in there Yes, the but how many people actually open up their tank and look inside of it? Mine's been doing weird things.
1: I have. I've lifted it up a few times in the last few weeks, but, you know, that's neither here or there, so we're just going to keep moving on. On a regular basis, who really opens up the tank? Are you talking about something? It's clean. Sometimes they be shit in the tank.
0: And see, and that's my other part because I'm like, even when you open the tank, it's not like it's pristine in there.
1: Exactly. <laughs> but no, I was like just saying, tank. like,
0: I have opened mine a few times in the last week, but you know, sometimes the little cord gets stuck. You got to unstick it.
1: Yeah, that's happened too. Yeah. <laughs> so Kate gets a phone call. And when she goes out to the bathroom, well, when she leaves the bathroom to answer the phone, Mm -hmm. she sees that her apartment door was open. And in true, dumb, horror movie logic, she goes into the hall to investigate and dust her towel. Of course. bare feet. Of course. Goes to the elevator and finds a chariot mask blocking the elevator doors from closing. As she picks up the mask, her creepy neighbor Gary opens his door and scares her.
0: Scary Gary that loves to ram on town
1: freaking free. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, they so gotta we, set up the red
0: herrings. We already we set up Jason Marquette. That's red herring number one. And now we got Scary Gary. That's red herring number two.
1: So we cut to Lily and Paige. They're in the house watching a tape from a guy Paige met during speed dating. This mm-hmm. is the creep one. There's a knock at the door, but when Lily goes to open it, she sees that no one is there, but there's a card with a box of chocolates and a rose left at the door. Hmm. Paige claims the gift is not for her, it's for Lily. And after reading the weird card, tis hmm. a well-known fact that beauty is skin deep. Savor the taste. You are what you eat. <laughs> Lily's like, yeah, this is not for me. But then Paige is like, just go ahead and take it. So Lily bites into the chocolate and finds it's filled with maggots. Johnny, just just humor me. When you get a box of chocolates, with,
0: I don't even like um, chocolate, so I would never
1: eat it. There. When you do mm-hmm. happen to get, don't those. give me chocolate. Don't give me chocolate at all because I don't like chocolate candy. I like chocolate, cookie, like chocolate chip cookies and brownies <laughs> and, and like. Well, anyway, maybe a hot fudge sundae if there's more ice cream and fudge and cookies and cream ice cream. But do not give me chocolate candies. I ended up like not really. I ended up breaking. I think I ended up breaking up with somebody over giving me chocolate for Valentine's Day because I make it known that I do not like chocolate. I see, because you just went on a whole
0: <laughs> G I didn't, I didn't know you was gonna do that, but I don't uh, even want to <laughs> ask you the question no more because I was just gonna ask. I'll just I'll just ask everybody else. You ain't got to answer. Um, does anybody else? look in the chocolate before they eat it because I feel like I'm going to break it open before I look in it. But you know, that's just me. But you know. <clears throat> anyway, the two sit down and bounce JM names off each other. and
1: Well, first of all, I wouldn't eat nothing and nobody left on my doorstep anyway. That's weird.
0: I was too much you crime. Oh, yeah. No, I don't have that inhibition. I'm eating it. The hit man probably would get me. You seen those hit man TikToks?
1: First no, time is a hit TikTok. <laughs> I don't even have
0: a TikTok. Girl, don't matter. You don't got to have a TikTok to see a TikTok. <laughs> I'm going to send them to you later. But girl, them TikToks crack me up.
1: So they, sit, they sit down to try to figure out who JM could be. Uh-huh. Paige brings up Jeremy Milton. And they both proceed to make jokes about how nerdy he was. Which was so rude. I know. So now you get the girls attending the exhibit of Lily's artist boyfriend, Matt. So when Paige and Kate first get there, they see third-person Jason creepily staring across the room at them. Mm -hmm. They greet Lily and Max, who Max actually stares at Kate, all lustful, little weirdo. And then he goes to give a speech, introducing his exhibit, and splits the group up by gender. Mm -hmm. So the women are to go to the right, males go to the left. Now, during the exhibit, Lily and Max are making out in a corner. While they're making out, this random girl comes up looking all hot and bothered and unbuttoned her shirt. Lily freaked out and was that's not here for this girl. Um, that's the
0: girl from earlier. That's Amy.
1: Yes. But Lily was not here for this girl watching them or the fact that Max invited them to join them, invited her to join them. And I was like, damn, Amy was ready. She was, was ready. I mean, I guess this is what
0: type of party this was. I mean, this okay. To set up the scene, oh. guys, if you guys have seen, I don't think John A's seen this movie, but if you guys have seen Video Drone, it's very Video Drone. Like there's a bunch of eyes, lips, obscure body parts just in the screen. Love me. Repeating tracks. Right. Me. Love me. I want you. Follow me. Love me. It's, it's real chippy. Like if you block, or if you do any type of anything before you walk up in here, you probably gonna be real, real lit. So.
1: Love me. Sorry. <laughs> so after she like tells them off because she's like not into this she gets lost in the exhibit and they got a lot of moving doors and stuff it's a little weird but the killer appears and he proceeds to shoot her three times with arrows until she falls several floors into a dumpster and she basically gets dumped Can we rewind for one little
0: second? I do want to just point something out, because the thing with this movie, it does, it goes, I don't want to say it goes out its way, but it sets up a lot of red herrings and it sets up a few people to mislead you. One scene in particular is at the very beginning of this scene that we're talking about now, well, before the maze, when they first pull up to the party and we meet Max and we see Amy, you know, we ain't thinking about her, we just, you know, she's whatever, whatever. Short time after that, Paige throws up on Campbell, who's there with Dorothy, but we don't know that yet. I mean, the audience, we know that, but obviously Paige doesn't know that. But when you look and pseudo-knowing what we know, you can peep. Like, Dorothy be low-key hating. Hello. Like, I understand that that was her man and, you know, Paige ain't know, but it was just like um, when she came up to him, she just gave Paige a little look. And Lily was like, well, yeah, you know, Paige was just hitting on him, but we met him. Like, I just think it's funny when you watch for those little things. Because Dor- Dorothy, she's a little shady one. But anyway.
1: I don't get the appeal of arrows being a murder weapon. I don't get it.
0: It's the theme. It's Cupid's arrow. I love that. That was, like, one of my favorite
1: Well, I mean, I mean like, across the board. I hate when people get
0: shot by bow and arrow. Ooh girl, it's a movie that I love." that involves an arrow death, and I can't wait to recovery.
1: Ugh. And again. And it's a very, he,
0: oh my god, this, the effects, oh. some of y'all probably already know what I'm talking about, but the
1: effects, Woo, chill. Okay. And again, <laughs> after he um, kills her, he, we get another nosebleed through the mask. hmm So we go back into the party, and Cam, we meet Campbell's bitter ex-girlfriend, Ruthie, Girl. Who accuses him of being a con artist? A when Dorothy, bitch. huh?
0: A pressed bitch, <laughs> a pressed
1: <laughs> girl. When Dorothy tries to walks up and tries to introduce herself, Ruthie is so rude and condescending to her, and then Campbell drags her away. Mm-hmm. So after the exhibit. Kate meets Adam at a bar to recap the night for him. She tells him how she found a Cupid mask in the elevator and that her creepy neighbor was staring at her. Then she also mentions that someone has been stealing her underwear. Adam jokes that he likes to try them on it makes him feel free and tap into his feminine side. He then orders a club soda to signal that he's changing and asks her for another chance. Mm-hmm. We cut the next day. The girls are being questioned by Detective Vaughn. They double down on the fact that they haven't seen Shelly in over a year. They also mentioned that they hadn't heard from Lily, and they basically assume that she's in L.A. on a work trip. Now, they time detect-
0: This is just cold. You telling me y'all ain't checked on your friend before she left? <laughs> First of all, you telling me when y'all left the event, y'all didn't ask where it was Lily? Like, I mean, I know, I know sometimes when we go out, like, you know, somebody will just leave the group to separate, but you uh, tell one person, and I do know, like, yeah, they was in a maze, blah, 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 but no, like, before my friends go off on the trip, I'm texting them, like, be safe, see you when you get back, blah, blah,
1: like. Right, because actually, when I went to Charleston a couple weeks ago, Ashley did text me and be like, uh, did you leave yet? Where you at? Are you talking? Charleston? Yeah, like, I mean, just
0: like, <laughs> I mean, you know, like. If I know you're going somewhere, I just at least want to know like you love you got there. You I ain't your mama, but I feel like we check on our friends around, especially when we leave places. What do you say when you leave? You say text me when you get home. Knowing damn well your friend ain't gonna text you when they get home, but they gonna. Post but I check that location. Post on, I, why did I say Snapchat? Who who's doing that anyway?
1: Me. <laughs> but they gonna My post, post map.
0: And I, I do too. We both do. I think that's probably why. I say that. But they gonna. They're going to do something to let you know they got home. And I know this was 2001, so, you know, cell phones was big and blocky, but still. Let's
1: shoot, anyway. I checked that location with a quickness. With a quickness, okay? Anyway, okay, so un- interrogates interrogate. Yeah, so the detective decides to show them a card, a sympathy card that Shelly's family got. And on the front of the card, it said, with sympathy. And on the inside was a handwritten, hand-written note that said, too bad, so sad. That's dirty. Jeremy Milton. That is dark. Savage.
0: Like what? Savage.
1: <laughs> Too bad, <it's> so sad. <laughs>
0: like if I don't have the right words to say it was a person.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. So after this, they tell the detective that they think the killer could be Jeremy Melton. And they mentioned the killer cars that they've all been getting. Mm-hmm. Dorothy told, side note, guess we didn't get a card? hmm Yeah.
0: I didn't even think about that then. I mean, I saw the bow, I was like, Oh, yeah, she didn't get a card, but obviously. but
1: Oh, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dorothy yeah. told the detective that um, Jeremy attacked her in the sixth grade and that he was sent to reform school shortly after. Mm-hmm. But when they got outside, Dorothy admitted that she lied. Jeremy never attacked her and that she ruined his life by causing him to be beat up and sent to reform school. And then this is where Paige, like, underestimates him and was like, he's, too nerdy to ever put his head on straight or something some, some snide mark that she made
0: work a water film
1: yeah but like <laughs> mind you that was sixth grade and this is how long later right. you have someone who's in medical school like you always underestimate him the nerd you ain't okay. seen him since this grade sis you don't know who or what he grew up to be Hey,
0: because i'm telling you some of these kids or kids we grew up, some of the people i grew up with that were i guess of the nerdy aesthetic we didn't i don't think we really had like those defined roles at my school personally it was 63 of us like nobody had time to do all that but you know um those quieter or you know those type of people they are something else now I'm like oh okay Hmm."
1: later on Kate is looking at Jeremy Melton um on the internet so she starts to look through his file and Adam pops up behind her and scares her She was supposed to have dinner with him but forgot. Mm. So they're walking home and she tells Adam about her Jeremy Melton Revenge of the Nerds theory and asks for his advice. He jokes that they should go to Mexico until it blows over. They make out on the steps and then Adam tells her not to worry about it. Everything's gonna be all right.
0: Yeah, birth again.
1: He invites him
0: upstairs. And then he's like, Well, you know, I don't want you to do anything that you might regret later. So then he just bounces out.
1: So the next day at the precinct, the detective researches Jeremy Melton and sees that he went from reform school to juvie, then to a state-run mental hospital before disappearing a few years back. He runs aging software to show what Jeremy could potentially look like now, provided he didn't get plastic surgery. We also learned
0: that um, his parents died in a fire, too, and they like, you know, if he was involved, they ruled it they ruled it in an accident, excuse me.
1: The detectives then ask the girls if they're dating anyone and how well do they know them. Paige reveals she isn't dating anyone really. Kate gives a rundown of Adam's history, but Dorothy, on the other hand, has only known Campbell for a month, met him at yoga, doesn't know his last name, and let her move him let him move into her house after only knowing him for a month. Feeling attacked, she storms out. And then as Kate and Paige are leaving, the detective asks Paige to stay back and then proceeds to be a creep and hit on her. I thought it was funny that um, she, when she was talking about meeting him at the gym, she was like, it's a very exclusive gym.
0: I mean, she would say that. Another thing I liked is when Kate was like, do you have any recent pictures of him? And Detective Vaughn gives the slowest turn because I know he wanted to be like, bitch. <laughs> But he goes, if we did, don't you think we do you think we'd be looking at him right now? And even, um, I like, I could talk about this later, but I just want to talk about it now, just because in this scene in particular, especially when they're calling Dorothy out on not knowing Convoy for long, and she's like, Paige, there have been guys whose last name you didn't know that you let into your pants. But to be honest, you know, I watched... Um, obviously as I would do for research and a few guys were just like why are they so mean to each other and as a girl I'm like no no we we do that like some of our friends is more comfortable than others but no we we do we talk like that we talk to our friends like that you'd be surprised the stuff we say to our friends that boys would probably be like dang like you didn't think that was rude?" no 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 she loves me you just don't get it
1: (laughs) I mean it's
0: very catty but
1: yeah I had somebody like do that like have that same sentiments with me and Tiffany once we were um out eating and like we had our little exchange but it was more Mm one-sided and the guy was looking concerned and he was like how do you let her talk to you like that like what are you talking about and he was like like, you just really love her
0: yeah like yeah (laughs) we don't think nothing
1: of it (laughs) Right. So, uh, back at Kate's apartment, we see that the iron is on. You see a hand pick up the iron, which you know is the killer. Right. And he looks into Kate's room. But instead of Kate being in the room, it's freaking creepy Gary sitting on her bed trying on her underwear. Now, why does and- Gary Gary have such a smooth bottom and legs? Because I definitely thought that was a female's leg. <laughs> like, I was sorry. like, wow. So then he Gary freaks out and's like I promise I'm not sick. And the killer No, he says
0: watch out cuz I'm not well. Like
1: I'm like, uh,
0: oh clearly. Oh. Well, clearly we can see that.
1: <laughs> the killer hits him with the hot iron, knocking him to the floor, then burns his face, then proceeds to brutally beat him to death with the iron. Jesus. Kate returns home to see Adam outside of the building, attempting to bring her a Valentine's gift. Mm-hmm. He lets her know that the police questioned him. Um, and then she also writes him this IOU. He gives her a lollipop and in return, he, she writes an IOU TLC. You know, like that's an even, I feel
0: like that's an even exchange for a lollipop. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs>
1: When she goes inside, she sees her iron cord wrapped up around the iron, and then she hears someone is in the bathroom. She grabs the iron to attempt to bludgeon whoever leaves off the bathroom, and it turns out to be Paige. Yeah, she was ready. Mm -hmm. Dorothy then calls to say that they detained Campbell for two hours and told him not to leave the state. Then she asks Kate if Kate gave Adam's name to the detective. Kate's like no and she was like well how did he get it and then she's like well the detective is getting his job yeah because she then- doesn't
0: want to get dumped before her party like we'll talk about this a little bit more because I have a lot to say about this character but it's like girl like he's at your house like how are you gonna like what are you gonna do get mad which goes into this next part that you're about to mention
1: so Paige tells Dorothy to make it up to him, and Dorothy is seemingly confused by her innuendos. <laughs> um. So then Detective Vaughn calls them to say that they picked up Jason Marquette, the creepy guy from the date that Shelly went on. Mm-hmm. I
0: like, so then we... um I was about to call her Denise. Paige, excuse me. Paige's is acting, and um. Well. I don't have to say Paige is acting, but Denise and Marley, which is Paige and Kate, their acting in this scene is hilarious. This movie is like uh, it teeters back and forth because it's good movie. It's excuse me, it's good moments, but then there's other moments that could have been written better. Blah 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 blah. I'll talk about that later. But the point I'm talking about is when she answers the phone again when the phone rings and she's like, "Do you need instructions?" But it's Detective Vaughn, and you see her whole move just switch like, "Oh no, yeah." And Kate just looks at her like, yeah, I guess she made too bold now. Like, it's a cute little moment. Like, the chemistry between the girls is pseudo-believable. But I think that's just, like, if you're a girl, you see it more than a boy. would.
1: So we then cut to Campbell fixing the hot tub in preparation for Dorothy's party at her family's estate. Dorothy gifts Campbell a Rolex. Girl, girl I said Okay, that's After
0: clear. only am about a to month. see in a second. You about to see that you wasted your money in a hot second. Take it, Johnny.
1: They have sex. Girl. You can clearly tell that he's a quick pump chump because she looks disappointed. And he's like, um, that usually doesn't happen.
0: First of all, wait mine. Because I didn't even talk about this little fuck boy. He did. When she gives him the red legs, he was like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. Do I open it? Bick. <laughs> Anyway. I didn't know
1: we were exchanging gifts.
0: Right. I'm looking anyway, she takes a shower because
1: So listen, yeah. I, I be feeling bad too because that actually happened to me a couple of times where somebody has gifted me something and we didn't agree that we were exchanging gifts and I literally felt bad because I'm like, if you normally let people know kind of if you're exchanging gifts like you shouldn't automatically like us that's me especially if you're not anything defined
0: okay yeah okay now okay there you go yeah 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 um, so
1: that yeah that's happened when situations that weren't defined and it was like oh you got me something i didn't get you anything because we we're technically not together so right. I feel, yeah all right okay anyways <laughs> so dorothy <laughs> dorothy goes to take a shower Campbell interrupts her shower and get with her towel and then gives her a cherub necklace as a gift. Why was he was holding it like a gun? I don't know. Did you think that too? No, but I did think that he was holding the towel weird. Me and BJ both
0: thought he was holding a gun. I'm like, oh, wait, hold up. I didn't think we was about to take this turn this early in the movie. I didn't even think it was you.
1: <laughs> so she gets the necklace, looks like, like not enthused at all. Then they have this little interaction about how he has to go handle business, but we'll be back before the party, blah blah blah, blah. She looks upset. What yada, yada yada yada. Then he goes I guess goes to the swim take a swim wherever he goes. He goes to the pool room. Yeah. But he's on the phone and this is where we really figure out that he's a con man because he's trying to steal her family's money. So Dorothy buzzes down to the pool to tell him that the pilot light went out in the basement and could he go fix it? He gets mad and he's like, I didn't know that I became staff too. So now he goes. When you live in there, might as well do something. rip free. And you get a Rolex. And and you quick on the You get a Rolex and you can't even fuck good. What world? In what world? She ain't know yet, but that was her fault.
0: That was her fault. I'm bl- I gotta so, be clear on that one. You you don't gift without getting the expenses first? Like, girl, what? No. We get the expense first and test it to see if we like it. If we like it and we give it good reviews, then we gift it. Like, girl,
1: anyway. So he goes down to the basement to light the pilot light in the water heater. But after he lights it, he uh, takes the axe to the back
0: i was also hoping he would get his head cut i love a good beheading i'm sorry i know that sounds super dark but i love a good beheading yeah. well anyway it's party time and uh before you start i really think that this house dorothy lives in is the same house from romeo must die i cannot confirm that right now but i'm going to find out because i think it is it has nothing to do with anything but just an observation
1: I didn't uh, like the the driveway. The driveway stressed me out.
0: You gotta be a bitch. Like
1: ugh. it looks like,
0: if I'm correct, because I really think this is the house from Romeo Must Die. The further you go, it's a court of garages or whatever, which makes sense because there's like a pool room and a jacuzzi and all of that. But yeah, party time. Ugh. It's it's decorated so, really cute. I like the decor.
1: So at the party, Dorothy is. Sitting lonely by herself at a kitchen table eating a whole tray of wings. Did you see how many wings she had on that tray?
0: No, I did I actually did not. She had wings on the tray. I didn't even see what she was. I saw she was eating, but I think I just never.
1: Girl, it was a pile of wings. And in my head, I was like, wow, you can take the fat out of the girl. but You can take the fat from the girl, but you can't take the fat out of the girl. Because she was having her inner fat girl right there with that whole. Oh, it I was a lot of fucking I
0: wings. That. I felt that. I
1: think I was, think a I was lot respected wings.
0: by Kate. Because Kate was serving in that dress, honey. She was definitely giving Scarface. If you guys seen that movie, you know exactly what dress I'm talking about. Because, baby, she was it. And somebody gives her a compliment on it. I want to talk about that later. So,
1: (laughs) she comes in. She thinks Campbell stood her up. Then Adam shows up being all lovey-dovey cute or whatever. And Dorothy is not here for it. And is disgusted and runs off. Excuse me. Hurt child. So now you. Huh? I said hurt child. (laughs) So then, um, now you have your party scenes, and Paige is dancing and locks eyes with the creep. He comes to dance with her, and they start to kiss. Then they go upstairs because he has a surprise for her. And of course, when she walks past holding hands with this dude, Dorothy looks disgusted when she sees them walk past.
0: Yeah.
1: Hating. Just hating. So they're upstairs in the room kissing and then she's like, well, what surprise do you have for me? And then he tells her to sit down and then he whips out his dick. And it's so funny because she's looking at it like that's it. I it's- love that
0: whole scene. I'm like, first of all, Brian, you're not about to just um first first of all, boys, why y'all gotta always show us something? Why? Why y'all always gotta take us somewhere to show us something? Why you can't show us right here? But anyway, <laughs> this whole scene where she's just sitting here watching him, she, like, maintains con- eye contact with him the entire time until his pants job. And I'm with you, Nay. that face she made. Because it's like, you don't know, like, is it
1: little? Is it big? Like, what's the reaction? Sis? We, need, we need some. She was really looking at it like, that's it. And then his little sleazy butt going to say, what are you waiting on, honey? Wax it. I, and she gets up girl- in disgust. And I would get up in disgust, too, because how are you going to go sit wax hands it? off your pants and demand me to do something? Nigga, what?
0: Wax it? I don't think I've ever heard anybody say that, but if somebody said that to me, it might be Lorena Bobbitt out here. Like, wax it? Wax it.
1: All right, that's cool. She sets him up. Go ahead. So she gets up in disgust, but then he grabs her arm and tells her to stay and to relax. It'll be fun. She tricks him into taking off his clothes, gets him on the bed. She ties him up, blindfolds him. Then she asks him, "Do you still want me to wax it?" And he says, "Yes." And she proceeds to pour hot candle wax on his Johnson
0: as she shoots up.
1: Ruthie, bougie self First shows of all, up. Nobody
0: don't show up to my party with no damn sweater hanging off your neck, like girl. Get, <laughs> go get.
1: Anyway. <laughs> She shows up and yells that Dorothy is wearing her necklace and then the, you know, argument ensues and then she is promptly thrown out by Kate and Paige.
0: And Kate not run my party and shave me either. You're not going to be like he only loves my trust fund. Look me up and down and say, trust me, sis. I would have leaped from them stairs at my own party.
1: Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, girl. Kate runs into Max and max asks her if he's if she's seen lily Mm -hmm. he tells her that she never went to la Mm -hmm. but as kate asks more questions he's too distracted by her compliment i'm talking about yeah he was too distracted hitting on her that he couldn't give her any more info
0: he goes you're really at home in this outfit girl just look yum and you know what as sleazy as it was, I kind of liked it, compliment-wise. Not in the situation, but, you know, like, if the situation was different and a boy said that, I'd be like, hmm. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Ruthie answers upstairs stealing.
1: Well, okay, so she sneaks back. Ruthie sneaks back in with a crowd of boys, and she goes upstairs and steals the Rolex from Campbell's bag. And as she's making her escape out the house, she stumbles into the killer dragging a dead Millie, the housekeeper, out of a closet. Now, what of is course now Anybody? I don't know. But now, of course, the housekeeper. No, now, of course, you has to die. Because you seen right. the killer, now you got back. So she hit him with the pull stick as he approached her, but- and she escaped the room. But then her dumb ass waited on the other side of the door. First the of killer. all,
0: First of all, when you hit him with the pool stick, you should have kept hitting him and then just ran your ass back up the stairs. Like, why would you, in a house you've never been in and you obviously don't know the layout, why would would you stay in the basement? I
1: don't know. But on that other side of the door, she waited until she saw the doorknob turn to decide that she was going to keep running. And then what? it. She she hides in the sauna. In the sauna, this is where she sees the Campbells dead. Mm-hmm bloody and dead she escapes the sauna and but still too late because then she's thrown through the shower mm-hmm. by the killer who then impales her neck on broken glass
0: yeah it was, that one was good i'm not gonna stunt that that was a good one a lot of these kills are really good i'm not gonna hurt you
1: kate goes into dorothy's room to tell her that lily never went to la and asks if she's heard anything as they're going down the steps, Dorothy mentions that her dad has a gun in his study. Kate says that it'll get them both killed. This is when the detective calls Kate to tell her that Jason was let go because they didn't have enough evidence. She tells him that Lily never showed up in LA, and then he tells Kate to stay put and grouped up because he's on his way. Kate then finds Adam drinking champagne in the kitchen. She gets upset, storms off, and he chases her through the party. That's because he was pissed. So, He was stressed, we'll talk about it.
0: So after uh, this little debacle happens between Kate and Adam, we check in on Paige because earlier, as you know, the party sucks so she ducked off into the jacuzzi. Time out real quick. This is Denise Richards, if you um, haven't been paying attention. So of course, with her being cast in the movie, we had to get our obligatory sexy time scene. So Paige is chilling in the jacuzzi. She hears a noise. She turns around to see where the noise came from. All of a sudden, there's a rose on the opposite side from where she was with the bottle. She goes to check it out. She sees this rose. She's like, does anybody want to be my Valentine? She's looking around, trying to figure out what's going on. You guys kind of already know where this is going to go. So she gets out of the jacuzzi, begins to like search around. It's a lot of beautiful plants in this area she looks through them, doesn't see anybody soon as she comes back out she gets jumped by the cupid killer who begins to fight with her and throw her into the jacuzzi i think she hits her head i'm not sure but you know jacuzzi ain't a lot of space and is seated so you know you can't be diving up in there like that he proceeds to shut the top of the hot tub and bolt it down so now she can't get out She's gasping for air the whole time. Yeah, there's a little space in between the water and the top, but it's a jacuzzi, so it's hot, so you can barely breathe up in there. Grabbing a drill, Cupid Killer begins to stab through the top. Finally getting her in the shoulder, he opens the top, throws in the drill, and electrocutes her, cutting off the power to the party. I'm upset because I did not want Paige to die. I low key thought she had something to do with it because, and you can answer this. I was going to save this for last, but did you think she was like a little sus, a little
1: bit? Um, I didn't think that she was suspect. I thought like maybe not so the murders.
0: It's the scene in the beginning uh, at the funeral when Detective Vaughn is questioning them, and she likes she's making shifty eyes. Like when he brings up Jeremy Milton. It's just like little things when you watch the movie and pay attention to Paige because sorry, gonna have a girl crush moment. She's so pretty. And the first time I watched this movie, every scene she's in, I was just staring at her. But that's when I noticed I'm like, dang, why is she acting so sus. But anyway, the parties <laughs> at the lights are out at the party and the guests are leaving.
1: So Dorothy and Kate are walking through the party well, now the dead party that everyone's leaving, and they're arguing over who the killer is. Kate claims that Campbell could be a suspect because they don't know anything about him or where he is while Dorothy counters by accusing Adam Kate's recovering alcoholic on-and-off boyfriend. Mm. And then she accuses Kate of being jealous, and then she'll always be the fat one of the group, and then she storms off.
0: Yeah. But the
1: part that I love the best Go ahead. I'll say the part that I love the best was when she was defending Adam. She was like, he's no angel, but he's not a murderer. And a was beautiful like, yes reference. He a is. He reference. is angel.
0: <laughs> That's how you do a reference because we, to somebody that doesn't know, obviously they don't think we are talking about heaven sent angel. Like, no, that was a good reference. I like that. Um, setting up red herrings again with what we know how Dorothy mentions that Paige might be in the hot tub because she always ends up in the hot tub. But, I mean, she really was in the hot tub. Or um, even when uh, Dorothy does get in her feelings and it's like, you know, you've always been the popular one and Shelly was the brainy one and Lily was the fun one and Paige was the sexy one. Like, she's really starting to show that jealousy. And if you, like, thinking about it, it's like, damn, did she really murk all her friends? Like
1: Kate goes outside to call the detective and as she's dialing she hears a phone ringing in the distance she follows the sound of the ringtone and discovers the detective's severed head in the pond along with the ILU TLC note that she gave Adam. Kate runs back towards the house screaming for Paige and Dorothy when she walks in
0: that's what she she did. did. I ain't never seen nobody run that fast and not trip like she needed an war for
1: that. When she walks in the house, she hears crashing upstairs. She slowly walks by the stairs, and as she's walking past them, Adam walks down the steps to greet her. To her surprise, he asks her to dance. She says yes reluctantly, and while they're dancing, Kate becomes frightened and knees him in the groin and flees. She runs upstairs to Dorothy's bedroom and finds that there's broken glass and so signs of a struggle, but Dorothy's nowhere to be found. And back in the hallway, Adam sneaks up on her. She starts to back down the steps, you know, trying to get away from him. And he's mm-hmm. just trying to talk. Like, I, just want to, I just want to talk. I want to explain. Who's that back there? Mm-hmm. Well, she runs away from him to the hot tub and discovers Paige's dead body. Yay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because so you she, know how
0: this goes. The final girl got to find all the dead people. It's only like one person she ain't found, but you know, she got to see all the dead people. Her reactions right. to the dead people are great. Right. Yeah. So like she
1: it, runs out. When she runs out the room and into Adam, she hits him over the head with a bottle mm-hmm. as he proceeds to ask to talk to her. Then she runs towards the sauna and that's when she sees a dead Ruthie. <laughs> yeah,
0: like <laughs> she her run- face, like her like I was right with her. I said, Oh, dang, that do look crazy, huh? When I saw it happen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she runs into the study and tries to dial dial 911 but the line is disconnected. She grabs the gun out of the case the glass casing but clearly doesn't know what the hell to do with that gun. She and I like that. Like, I like, oh my that. gosh.
0: Cuz it's like, you know, normally when a girl, well, not even just a girl somebody get a gun they just and go. I like that she struggled with it.
1: Oh my gosh. I was like she won't kill herself.
0: Okay. So I was hoping started- that didn't happen cuz oh gosh. I just would've been like <laughs>
1: She starts walking through the house with the gun and she slowly ascends the stairs. Um, When she gets to the top of the steps, the Cupid Masked Killer jumps out from the darkness and sends them both tumbling down the staircase, causing Kate to drop the gun at the top of the steps. So, you know, when you fall, y'all both land there. She gets up. And then, of course, the killer shoots up like a serial killer. No, and she, that's when she did
0: it or the killer did it like your boo, actually.
1: Right. Yeah, and that's, that's when like she shot to, to death. <laughs> <laughs> and then she shot to death by Adam. As a shocked and confused Kate apologizes profusely to Adam. Adam pulls off the mask to reveal Dorothy.
0: Bruh, I really thought she did it. for a hot second.
1: Adam <laughs> forgives Kate explaining that childhood trauma can lead to lifelong anger and some people are eventually forced to act on that anger, basically mm-hmm. referring to Dorothy. And as they wait for the police to arrive, they hug, and Adam's like, I've always loved you. Moments later, she closes her eyes and then blood drips on her face. And, and I'm like- That you, Adam is really Johnny Norton.
0: You wasn't gonna respond to that? No? Did you just think it was tears? heavy, so. That heavy of tears? No. Absolutely. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. Anyway, the movie is
1: over. The ride is over. Yep, 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 yep. yep. So I, I, I really don't have any words for how I feel about this movie. So Ashley, how did you feel about this
0: movie? Um, As I said earlier, this was my first time watching. I've seen it twice now. Y'all know how I do. This movie, in my honest opinion, I'm being very honest, I think it deserved a little bit more, very little than what it got. And here are my reasons. It's put together nicely given the concept because this could have gotten real greasy cheesy. However, there's a lot of writing that could have been tighter. So check this out. So um, with, uh, in the very beginning, when we meet jeremy Milton, i would have preferred because this would have um this would have wrote this off even easier kind of if one of the kids like broke his nose during the fight and then that would explain why his nose is bleeding and then that would also be you know maybe inclination for him to get plastic surgery so you know that all kind of ties in there or uh With Dorothy being a red herring, I feel like they set it up well because you get the subtle hints of the jealousy that she has towards her other friends. But um, I don't know. I kind of just feel like maybe in the beginning they could have had, after the whole thing, maybe they could have had Dorothy putting on a mask and escaping out of the gym because she was embarrassed that all of this just happened and she didn't want anybody to see her. So then, you know, it would make sense if she was the killer and why she would have a mask because she had one from the party. It's just like, you know, me overthinking and wanting to think I can make a movie. This is just stuff I think about after the fact that I think about can make things better. Um, All the kills are good. I don't think only kill that's whack, obviously, is... The detective because we just find his head and it's a whack looking head like it looks like him yeah the,
1: heck, the head didn't look
0: yeah it didn't either. look good at all but everything else for this took because i believe this was pg-13 if i'm correct because you know at this time they trying to appeal to people like us because we were what
1: we were like let me turn on my tv where's my oh <laughs> i
0: turned nine in 2000 oh
1: it's a r it's rated r
0: oh it's rated r oh okay yeah. well you know scratch what i said well anyway still we were nine. There were
1: boobs in there.
0: You're right. Oh yeah, all over the video screen. You are right. But see what my what I was getting at is this movie isn't like super, super gory, but that doesn't bother me too much. I don't need too much of the gore. I feel like I feel like had this movie had tighter writing and if it didn't come out post screen, it probably would have done a little bit better. I just think at this point, especially two thousand one, that you know, it's it was it was over. Also, I kind of, I wish that the girls, it took us a second to even realize who the uh, final girl was. Like, you know, they give us the Drew Barrymore switch with Catherine which, cliche, whatever. But when we start the movie, I didn't know if we was gonna follow Kate, Paige, Lily. I'm like, well, damn, who we following? I was confused.
1: I kind of figured that it was gonna be Kate because uh, Angel that's mm-hmm. not his name but
0: <laughs> yeah we know who you talking about it's fine <laughs>
1: <laughs> because of him like mm-hmm. I kind of figured that and the fact that they kept showing like their relationship and stuff like that
0: yeah, so. yeah I mean no yeah. After a certain point I realized oh yeah this is our final girl but like within I feel like and also because she never got a card true that too by the time we got to the funeral. And her and Adam had that scene. I figured, I was like, okay, this is our final girl. But before then, we was following everybody and trying to get everybody's storyline established. I was just like, okay, it's a lot. But I don't know. Like, I feel like I would like to see a remake of this in the right hands. I feel like this story can be remade and done tighter. But I don't know, because some people, y'all don't know what to do when it comes to a remake. But, you know. I'm going to get off my soapbox. You ready to go in the souvenir shop?
1: I'll just say this. I didn't really like, I liked it, but it was just a lot of red herrings. And it was just like too reminiscent of Scream for me. Mm -hmm. And I kind of, even though I hadn't seen the movie before, I kind of figured out the plot and I knew that it was going to be, oh boy. It's just that it took so long for his nose to bleed. And I think that the, the, the general consensus is that the reason why his nose was bleeding like that was because he was stressed out. Mm-hmm. so it kind of like bled when he got in a stressful situation because his nose randomly bled when after they poured the punch on him like it wasn't like nobody hit him in the face his just nose yeah. started bleeding. and
0: see and that's why I was saying that now I'm not well obviously if you get punched in the nose your nose is going to bleed but that's why I was saying I would have rather if one of the kids hit him in the nose then that would have explained a lot more. Okay, yeah, he got his nose broken, so yeah, maybe he did need to have plastic surgery or, what have you. So it makes sense that he looks like a whole different person now. And even with Kate talking about, I know his parents. His mom is a lawyer. His dad's a teacher. They live in Seattle. Ma'am, apparently not because
1: <laughs> I didn't even
0: know he was apparently adopted. Obviously, because his parents that. This makes me think of Mikey, how they changed his name. I don't remember what they changed it to. It sounds Jason, Joshua, something. Mm,
1: but they changed that little boy's name. Mm-hmm. All right, so are you ready to go to the souvenir shop?
0: Oh, yeah, let's go, because it's actually some stuff up in there. Some cool, some stuff up in there. It seems you survived. Well, before you go, join us in the souvenir shop.
1: All right, so let's talk about the cover art. So, the cover art that I saw on the movie, because I actually rented this on Amazon. So, for the cover art on Amazon, it is a screen. First of all, it's red, and it has a Valentine across the screen in the middle. Then at the top, you have a picture of that little cherub baby mask. A letter, it's like superimposed. It's like, you know, when you
0: write, she loves me, she loves me not. Yeah, it's
1: like the the letter is blended into the mask. Then, that's above Valentine. Then below Valentine, you have all of the main cast, you Mm. know, sitting in, I know what you did last summer, covering. Right, that whole classic,
0: you gotta put all your starlets in whatever order. We could have got floating heads.
1: And then also,
0: it's like, why do we have Denise Richards in the red dress? Like, the, isn't the main character Kate? And she's in, like, the corner over here. <laughs> yeah,
1: so the thing about it is, is that what I noticed, that when Denise Richards is in movies, and even if she's not even in it for a long time, they always, like, make her, like, a headliner to make yeah, the movie sell. she's
0: beautiful. I stared at her this whole movie. She is gorgeous.
1: So, and it's like, they didn't even make Catherine, put, they didn't even put Catherine Heigl on the, the front.
0: She's in a few of them. It's a few, the one you're looking at, it's a few different variations of it because I have about four of them in front of me and she's in one of them, but that's like the only one. And then even then, she's like, you don't notice her off real.
1: So for the collector's edition Blu-ray box DVD set. That's the one I like. <laughs> you have this black and blue cover with the chair baby killer pointing a bow and arrow at you with like all of the different cars that he used and the chocolates and the iron and then at the bottom remember that kid everyone ignored on valentine's day he remembers you this is the type
0: of cover art i like i'm not gonna repeat my story because you probably heard it already but even them having Paige's death highlighted in the back that's so cool it's like you don't know what you're gonna get into with this movie makes you actually want to watch it. But this is, um, I should have said this earlier, like, I've seen this cover art, but never seen the movie. But this is the one I've seen first, the collector's edition.
1: And I think those are the only official covers.
0: My favorite thing in this souvenir shop is that they actually sell the mask.
1: I saw that on this video that I watched today. And, and was,
0: 174 dollars wow. and then they have yes. some that's um 200 dollars uh and the thing is this is more like a slip over the hand mask it's not like the plastic mask
1: so i already talked about the fact that warner brothers had the digital e-card in terms of the release um but there was a soundtrack mm-hmm. for this movie mm-hmm. um 14 tracks, you know, have a variety of artists. I don't even know if I've heard any of these songs, but just thought it would be good to know that there is a soundtrack. So the movie was budgeted $10 million, and at the box office, they made $36.7 million. Valentine was not received well.
0: Of course, as we discussed post-screen, people was over yeah. it at this point.
1: Yeah, it was got largely negative reviews. Um, like you said, they had that whole formula, or whatever, and it didn't offer enough suspense or scares to justify being even added to the genre. And it's it's so bad that the director said in an interview, "Forgive me for Valentine." A lot of people gave me grief for it, but we did our best.
0: But in a twist of events, it's funny because he just recently tweeted how it's becoming a cult favorite, and it actually is. Cause I'm not gonna stunt. I did like it. But I understand, as a product of the time, I understand why people didn't like it.
1: Right. So, dang, I just had it. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 12%. Now, it's a 12%. Metacritic is an 18%. And IMDb gave it a 4.9 out of 10. Yeah. So, Ashley, what is your rating of the movie?
0: uh i'm gonna be easy on this movie because it's really not bad it's just it just came out at a bad time i'm definitely positive had this movie came out at a different time and had some tighter writing it would have been receptive better so um with all that being said i'm giving valentine a smooth 82.
1: 82?
0: yeah it like the kills are gorgeous Um, I actually was surprised because I thought it was, I knew it was in limbo between Dorothy and Adam, but the fact that they decided to give me a twist like that was very cool. Um, yeah, like I said, the only thing that's wrong with this movie is it's just a product of its time, in my opinion, and, um, some of the writing could have been a lot tighter. But other than that, this is a, this is an underrated movie, in my opinion. I think, as the director said, it is becoming a cult favorite like um, Halloween 3, but, you know, I liked it. So, yeah, maybe 2. I can't give it no more than that, but I'm not gonna, you know, be hard on it.
1: (laughs) So I give it a 75. Mm -hmm. I liked the movie, but for me, it was predictable. In a lot of areas, it reminded me of, like, you know, Scream, all the other teen slasher movies. So... Again, highly predictable. I don't really like predictable, scary movies. I like to actually be surprised. Mm
0: So I have to give it a 75. (laughs) You're going to be upset, sis. (laughs) I mean, I say that only because it just seems like you end up figuring stuff out Mm -hmm. anyway. So it's like, I really don't know what would even surprise you. When I watch movies, I'm not, and I'm not saying you do this. When I watch movies, I just let myself watch it. Like, oh, if I figure it out, If it's super, super obvious, then you know it is what it is. But for the most part, i will just be trying to ride.
1: Yeah, it it depends on the movie, though. Like, sometimes I figure stuff out. But if it's really good, then, like, I'll go with it.
0: Another thing I do, anything before 92, I obviously wasn't here. But I try to think of the time. So with me saying that, you would think I would have given this a lower rating but like I said, I just feel like it just came out of the wrong town. It could have been better. Yeah, it's going to look like all our other 2000s movies. They all going to be the same. But I guess it's just a factor of if you can roll with this one. And the fact that this one is Valentine and it's not too suffocating. It's not like every five minutes we talking about it's Valentine. It's Valentine. Yeah, we have the party and stuff, but you know, that's natural. That's just part of the decor so
1: getting the valentine's wasn't bad either i thought those are great I need yeah like
0: you know i like when people do creative things like that even though i still wanted convoy to get beheaded but you know you see if he got beheaded i would have gave this over at 85 because he deserved it <laughs> or at least oh, somebody never mind i'm not gonna say that Paige did a good job with what she did to Brand. she should have cut oh it. my god Lorena Bobbit. Well, anyway. <laughs> guys, I think that's it for us in the park. Um, remember, you guys can go visit our new IG page. That's D180 Podcast. And if you have suggestions for March, our theme is sis. It's time to grow up. Or is grow up sis? It's one of those. I haven't finalized it yet. But the point is, we're talking about coming-up-age movies. So two examples I'll give you. Is, um Carrie and Ginger Snaps, like, you know, coming-of-age movies like that. Next week, we're going to be talking My Bloody Valentine, the 1981 version. Well, all right, survivors, that does it for this trip around the park. We're going to see y'all next week when we cover 1981's My Bloody Valentine. See y'all. Bye, y'all.